up? What up, people? How's it all going, everyone? You know what? It's British summer. I know, yeah. Sorry about that. I was just dropping my brick of a phone down on the table. Um, yeah, it's British summer. It's pissing down, as usual, for about four days solid so far. Literally. And it's going to, what, they reckon possibly snow on Monday? Possibly. <laughs> Great British summer. We you got to love it. It never been further away. No. I think it was warmer in December than it was. It no. probably was, you know. Probably was. What up, Connor, on Instagram? Sup, Khan. Have you got anybody you want to say hello to? Well, just everyone in the world, as usual, you know. Good old Sean and Jack from Sniper Roos, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Alex Level. Yeah, Level, we're going to come on the, um, we're going on uh, Your Week in Stupid at some point. Yeah, we're going to do a joint one. Via Skype or something. I think we should try and do a freeway as well at some point. I don't know how it's going to work. i always wanted to want to do one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the three musketeers <coughs> should uh, all get together and uh, yeah. try and do some mental ass, like, piss up slash whatever. Attempt mental podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool as well. Um, <coughs> also, I had uh, Billy No Mates Ben on again during the week. Who? <laughs> and he says that we need to give a shout out to his mate who sent him the dildo drone footage because oh, we, yeah, yeah. we didn't give him any credit. And I was shocked because I was like, what do you mean? You haven't got any friends? You yeah, must have found this video it, by yourself. Maybe it's the one in his head. It's a lie. But it turns out that the mate who sent it him sent the video was actually his brother Sean, so he still doesn't have ah, any mates. It's his brother, he's just you know, just giving the token <laughs> effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. So, so, uh, so thanks, Sean. That's on for that. <laughs> Cheers. Um, uh, better than your boyfriend, Ben's band. We put a link on the Facebook page so you can um, go and check them out. Uh, Johnny Dawson, big up Johnny Dawson. Big it up, man. Matt Betty and Dale Peters. Uh, also, Sigs Instagram. Some really nice uh, comments you uh, sent to us. Regarding appreciation of the show, yeah, there's been a few few good reviews propping propping up recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone a bit nuts recently, people. It's we, good. Um, keep it up. Keep telling your friends and keep you know. Well, tell your friends if you wanna. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. We're but, not uh, if you don't. Yeah, but um, if you if you like it, and you well, if they like you, your mates, then they're gonna like it, surely. <laughs> yeah, surely. You know the people <laughs> to recommend us yeah, to. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the downloads have gone <coughs> a bit nuts. Um, we've actually got a Patreon set up now. The reason why will become apparent in probably another couple of episodes. But yeah, you can, I mean, I don't want to say donate money, but you know what Patreon is. If you want to chuck us a quid, you're not paying us. You're just helping covering the cost of the show. Do it. If you yeah. don't, I ain't bothered. No. It's a bit hypocritical because I've never donated to a podcast in my life. Uh, I'm saying to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's there. It's Robots for Eyes. <coughs> Find it if you want, but we'll talk more about that in a couple of weeks when once, we get some once shit sorted. Everything's, all the deals are done, yeah, so man, to speak. Literally, the deals, yo. Yo, man. Um, Dom's been on, as in your cousin. Oh, is he? Uh, my cousin as well. Yeah, just just like, yeah, are you adopted, yeah. He sent uh, to uh, an inst- my Instagram page, uh, Ugly Bootlegs. Right, okay. Which is a um, a page about like shitty, crappy, knocked off bootleg toys. Oh, wicked! Like crap, He Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Drunk Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. I'll uh, put a link onto that. So what a <laughs> that was really good. Uh, and we were saying before the podcast, Rob needs to get um, <coughs> Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and, and shit. Also, so I do have Twitter, but I just and I'm I'm on Facebook and I'm on. Um, I think I am on Instagram. But like, I just don't use them. I haven't used nah. them for God knows how long. I just need to try and start using them. I think. See, I'm 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 very unsociable, even on the social media. Yeah, yeah. I think I can't remember the last time I put something on Facebook. And if it was, it's probably like a cat being like hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Something weird like that. But I, I probably haven't put anything on this year. Probably. Well, we were talking before the podcast that my I don't really use. I mean, I use I've, my I've, personal I've Facebook some... page, but at the moment we're not. <coughs> 
updating our personal shit anywhere near as what we used to because no. this is really taking up yeah, yeah. much, much more time now. I was, I was going to say, I've done some, wrote some things on Robots for Eyes and stuff, but I haven't done anything really on my, I can't be arsed of it. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, what's the point? You know what I mean? But like, maybe I should start doing it now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Unless see if I get, a, if I get a 50 friend requests in the next week, then maybe I will start updating and linking everything. Don't ask for that, mate. You'll probably get more. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not one of these, um, I always get it, these uh, fake accounts where it's like... Yeah, you, you know, can tell them, like, though. Yeah, like some Chinese bird or something, or some like Indian bird, something like that, you know what I mean, with with a tits nearly out, you know what I mean? He I apparently knows your mate, and you're like, nah. Yeah, yeah. And you look at when you look on the profile, they, they've just updated the pictures today. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are they all about, man? It's just, that's just like, they wanted to get followers, didn't they? Want money. Money, money, money. I had someone in, um, where was it? It wasn't Nigeria. I'm trying to remember it was now, but they, they spoke to me and said they wanted some money, and I was just like, "What?" Just so straight off the bat, didn't even try and like uh, get involved. You know, what I mean, try and you know, sweeten me over. Just, just straight off, just give us some cash. It's like us. I this live episode. in. I can't remember. It was, it was either the Congo or oh, I can't remember. It's bloody cold, but it was it was somewhere mental. And she said it's it's lovely here, but we need to get out of here. Yeah. Or that. So it's probably like a desperate plea, but that's no way of getting around it. You don't just go. You know what? I want a load of cash off you. It's very upfront. Most people just tend to, you know, they go, yeah, you know, get friendly, and then they'll come up with a story and go, yeah, we, you know, we sweeten you yeah, up, yeah. soften you up. Yeah, but nah, nah, not not this person. I just told it to fuck right off. It's brave. De- it could That's be desperation. The exact words I used went fuck right off. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you think they actually were in the Congo or Africa or the? I don't know. I don't care. Probably sitting. Oh, in they weren't getting money off me like that. High rise that penthouse apartment on Canary probably, Wharf. Probably. Probably somewhere in New York, chilling, drinking the champagne, going. Mm, that's so that's half paid by Rob. Siphoning <laughs> money off people. Yeah, yeah, bastards. So this is going to be the first podcast of two today. We're doing a bit of po- podcast <clears throat> time travel, I think. Yeah. Because we're recording this one. But this one isn't going to be released today. It's going to be released tomorrow or at a later date. This is going to freak everyone out because tomorrow they're going to listen to this and think it's the next one. Yeah, exactly. But the podcast that you're going to hear today, <laughs> which you will, <laughs> hasn't been recorded. And we're going to do that tonight. And that's just going to be um, sort of a little a little drinky random one because we've got some data that needs to be used up on our hosting website. So what For the Americans. Do, yeah, so we, we'll, uh, you're going to get two podcasts this weekend. But, Woohoo! But in reverse order. Yeah. So don't get freaked out when you start listening to this one after and thinking it's the next one. Don't and really, it's shit, the one man. before. No! We're time travellers. We are. That's how we roll. Right then. Uh, I Oh, our contact details. Um, Robotsforeyes at gmail.com if you want to email us. But most people don't really email us. They kind of just speak to us through the Robots for Eyes Facebook yeah. page. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't really know much about Twitter. Um Twitter's, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not very good on Twitter. Um, or Instagram. Can you write anything on Instagram? I yeah, don't even know. Yeah. I know you can. Uh, I know it's a picture thing, but that's that shows you how thick yeah. I am with the internet, really. You need to fix it, look sharp with your social media. I know. Medias. I need. I need like a social media class. <laughs> just get it and just yeah, start yeah. wading through. Yeah, it. You'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just just type in robots for eyes um, on Google, and it will come up basically with everything. Within the first sort of like page, so and if you want some stickers, we have got them for free still at the moment. Maybe not for too long, but at the moment they're free. So make use of it while you can. Yeah. Uh, if you Abuse want some, it. if you want some, all you got to do is 
just give us a, a nice rating or even a shit one. Not bothered on iTunes. Do us a nice one. No, don't. Oh, but if you, if you give us a shit one, we're gonna actually yeah. we're gonna put some nerve agent on it and send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excruciating pain for yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, just um, leave us a review on iTunes. Take a screen grab. Send it to us along with your address, and we will lavish you with some robots for eyes stickers. Yes. Uh, and I think that'll probably cover everything for the business In- intro. Intro. The intro is done. I like doing them. I like doing intros, but it's kind of like it's not the show. But I, t- I tell you what, we've kind of missed out on an intro, which is well. To be fair, there probably hasn't been much. We usually do some random news thing, which props up. Well, like, yeah, yeah. But there's been fuck all this week, everyone. It, nothing, it. nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing has happened. Except for it's been pissing down, and that's been about it here. Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest news you'll get. So that's um, yeah, that's, that's, that's British news. Uh, news for you. It's been raining for two weeks. As always, check out Carousel Sniper Victim. Yes. Uh, check out um, Your Week is Stupid. Yeah. Uh, Top check. quality podcasting. Yeah. And check out Crack Cushions. Oh, yeah. Big Crack. You know, Mr. Crack. crack. Cushions. And also better than your boyfriend. And we will play Come some on. tunes and do a show. Yeah, I see it a bit. I'm just we've just been talking about um how like um literate I am on social media and I'm I've, I need to get back on the, back on it big time. Yeah. I need to start trying to learn how to actually type. He will. <laughs> <laughs> right, so today human parasites. Wow. Oh my days. The choice of critters to cover on this pod was overwhelming. You could do a podcast a day every single day for a lifetime and still not cover them all. There are so many evil bastard things out there that want to kill you. It's shocking. There's millions of the fuckers. Uh, but also, we've got a bigger Lieutenant Paul Sparrow on this suggestion because this is, um, he gave us three really good. This is part one. This is part one, yeah. Part one of the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. There's another two coming after this. So we're all props to, to Mr. Sparrow. Yeah, Spar- Sparrow's a ledge. Yeah, go follow him on Twitter, everyone. He's at Paul Sparrow 66. Yeah, man. Batter him with Yeah, with just, like. just abuse him. <laughs> so what is a parasite exactly? What are they? Well, I, you know, everyone thinks it's just something that fucking sucks your blood and takes energy from you. But that is exactly what they are. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's it's any living organism that gets its energy from a host. Yeah, so it's got a, yeah. you. Yeah. So it basically, it can't live unless it's living on something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it depends on uh, other life forms to. We're parasites then. Well, I'm going to mention that. Yeah, it could be. We are. Everything's a para- Anything that's alive is a parasite. It's just all done in different. Well, pe- people say that context that humans are parasites. You, you know, using the earth as a host because we're consuming everything to the point where irreparable yeah. damage is occurring. Probably wouldn't agree with them there. Uh, wouldn't you wouldn't. Dis- wouldn't disagree with that's them. The there, sorry, it's very similar, isn't it? But yeah. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, we're not really giving anything back as well, if you know what I mean. Well, we're just... We're, we're just growing. We're, people can go, oh, you, we, you know, there's people planting trees and doing that, yeah, but that's for ourselves. It's not for the for the earth, really. There's sites for the earth, but we, we kind of fucked it already now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of on a path of destruction. Unless we do something different quick. But you can get like... Um, 
loads and loads of different types of like head lice. Head lice are a parasite. Yeah. Um, kids get them all the time at schools. Remember, like the knit lady that would come in with a knit comb and yeah, yeah. Katie shampoo. Is that just like an English thing, or did they do that everywhere? If I was if I was a knit man, I'd just have fucking hair clippers and go. I'm not looking at your hair. <laughs> you just shave it all off and then give them back. You look like you got a, a class full of ill children. So even like head lice infestations. If you get a full on, I mean something benign or something you know that doesn't sound dodgy. I mean, it just sounds unpleasant, head lice. It doesn't, you know. But no, they can make you feel really, really unwell. And it's also where the saying, I'm feeling lousy, comes from. Oh, right, okay. Cool. It's, it's not lousy, it's spelled like lousy. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pa- and also paras- parasites may be responsible for the foundation of human civilization. The, well, in a way, that doesn't surprise me. The, you know, you got plankton in the sea and all that is something ridiculous and that basically keeps the system going yeah the so small things add up to be yeah, very very big it, it seems to be it's like with insects there's like stupid amount of them as well and you know what I mean that that keeps other big animals alive and that keeps us going it's, it's kind of like a massive like the smaller the, the living insect is probably the more vital it it's is it's all, all connected but parasites because of infesting early man, we'd come together for grooming. Yeah. And because of that grooming, we decided to develop bonds and close-knit community. So it could be a real foundation stone in... in humanity, in yeah, yeah. Humanity. You know, just a little scabby fucking mite. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's crazy. A little scabby mite which has been pulled off someone's head. And then, yeah. yeah. Like, I, know what you, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. On the moon. Yeah. Fucking so hell. As a Cheers, rule, parasite. you don't really want to have a parasite ever because your body's basically being used for food and incub- in incubation. There's, there's literally an independent living creature reproducing inside of you. And some parasites try to remain hidden for obvious reasons and they do something in some really creepy ways. And others take what they need without alerting the host to their presence. Like a tick, they can eat your, drink your blood and drop off without really knowing you don't know they're there yeah. and they leave no ill effects I mean you can get diseases obviously but yeah. sometimes they, they can d- get what they need and, and disappear yeah, without, without you knowing you get because you get some parasites to give you Lyme's disease and that fucks you up big, it's big and proper than it oh, yeah, big and proper yeah. oh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> but other parasites uh, other parasites don't give a shit um, you're on the menu some are so big and get so embedded in your body that there's not a lot you can do once you realise they're there anyway they can go completely unnoticed for years on end and in other cases become apparent very, very rapidly. Now, the effects parasites have on the poor person infected are utterly devastating, mm. depending on the parasite. Yeah. Um, effects might be like a simple itch from a flea all the way up to a worm crawling out of your eyeball. Ah, oh, nice. Putting you say your ass. And in some, re- well, <laughs> in some cases, yes. <laughs> yes. And also... In some really bad cases, not only are they benign, but they can they can kill you, can yeah. just ki- straight up assassinate I you. I can imagine if it's like you say, if it's sort of been feeding on you for so long inside, you obviously your body kind of knows about it, but you don't because you your body didn't go. Hang on, you know you've got a parasite in your left lung or yeah. something like that. Yeah. In some instances, y- you don't know, but yeah. in a lot, of yeah. And then and then by the time it's found out, it's literally just took over half your body it's too late you're fucked, yeah. Yeah. basically you take that out you're going to bleed to death and also they can manipulate your behaviour to make you do things that benefit them they, cool. cha- they change your thought patterns mind altering parasites awesome humans tend to be affected by two types of parasites you get endoparasites which basically live inside your body consuming your energy from the inside like a like a tapeworm by the way which is 
a lot more favourable to have a tapeworm than some of the things that we're going to... Yeah, so isn't the, tape, the biggest tapeworm ever found? I looked at that not too long ago. I forgot how big it was, but it was something stupid, like, like thinking like 30 foot or something. Bigger than that. Yeah. I've got it Or 30 metres or something. It was something Insane, weird. Insane, like. mate. And we also get ectoparasites. Imagine trying to shit that one out and pulling it. It'd be like a magic, you know, magicians when they have the sleeve. <laughs> and you have all the coloured uh, tissues come out. It'd be like that. Just pulling out the ass. Go, hey, come on, kids, keep pulling. It's a never-ending <laughs> creature can pull out of your anus. <laughs> You get, we get ectoparasites as well, um, and they they're external to the body, like you know, like fleas, ticks. They cause skin irritation, yeah, bite marks. But don't let them fool you, because some of them can really, really fuck you up. Um, doesn't mean they're safe. But parasites are not limited to the animal world either. Okay, plants and mushrooms can be parasites. There's one called Raphalisa. There's going to be a few words in in this show that like are Latin, and I'm going to. Probably fuck up, mate. To be I'm honest, I think every week we fuck up on words because we, we always seem to have subjects which have like like words which are ridiculous, like bifidus clyro or something. <laughs> you know I mean? Things that no one knows about. We're like, what the fuck is that? Is that Latin for biffy clyro? Yeah, that is Latin, Latin for biffy clyro. Yeah. <laughs> so raffalisa, it's a parasitic plant. It's actually the official plant of Indonesia. Shout out to our Indonesian listeners. We have three. Yes. Big up to you guys. It doesn't. The plant itself, Raphalis, doesn't have any true roots or stems or yeah. leaves. It's like a bizarre-looking plant. Its flowers are massive. They're over a meter wide, and it can weigh ten kilos. Just the flower alone. You've you've probably seen them on documentaries. Yeah. <coughs> the scent from the flower smells like rotting flesh, and it's also nicknamed the corpse yeah. plant. Oh, do you know what? Funny enough, I was talking about that plant the other day because um, obviously. Um, uh, our old man grows these sour senior things yeah. and someone thought it was one of them. I was thinking, what the fuck? That's not sour senior. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that plant, for instance, the flower, the huge flower that you've probably all seen but without even knowing it, th- that's the only part of the plant that you actually see because the plant itself lives inside other plants consuming their energy and nutrients through its absorption organ. Nice. I love a good side absorption organ, mate. Yeah. <laughs> So this episode's going to get a bit creepy. It, it, it's a bit nefarious and uh, cringy because yeah. when you actually really put your mind into what's going on with these parasites and imagine it happening to you, it's not fucking nice, man. Have you seen the the parasite, which um, it's I think it's frogs which eat it. I don't know if you've got it covered, right? No. But it, it basically, it's there for frogs to eat and it poisons them, right? And then it comes out of them yeah. and comes out actually alive. Yeah, it's like aliens. Like, yeah, it's mental. Yeah. I, I watched it going, like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like the, the animal world. It's like, it's like the stomach or something of the frog sort of pr- makes it work. You know yeah. what I mean? And it goes, right, yeah. fuck you. And it literally like explodes out of its mouth and just <laughs> well, <laughs> comes up. The animal world parasites are, that. I mean, if you... If you were to scale it up, it'd be like the film Alien. Yeah. I mean, there's shit jumping out of these creatures, almost the same yeah. size of them. But this we, uh, with this um, episode, I've stuck to human yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. as per Sparrow's request. Yeah, obviously, yeah, human parasites. So you know, if you get a parasite, there's like a few ways you can you can tell that you've got one. If it's on your skin, it's pretty fucking obvious. If it's internal, there are a few ways you could tell. I mean, one of them is like tugging a tape, a ten foot tapeworm out your your anus, <laughs> like a magician. Yeah, you you'll know you've got you've got one if that's the case. <laughs> if you shit one out and it just pops its face up and goes, all right, mate. Or it comes out your mouth. Can you just pop me back in? <laughs> oh, mate, some of them do that. It's gross. Ninety oh. percent of people will have a parasite at some point in their life. So I don't know, man. If you get a flea on you from a dog, are you one of the ninety percent? Um, you know it's what a flea, I suppose a flea is a parasite, but does it, it, it depends. On, I suppose what we're talking about on parasite, because f- like you say, a flea will be on you for 
couple of minutes, and then it might even that probably, and then fuck off. Yeah. And then it might come back to you again, but you got obviously like um, ticks and stuff, which was, can sit on you for days, like you were saying, yep. unnoticed and all that. So yeah, yeah. I suppose it depends on what, but I suppose they are parasites because they're getting something they out are? of you. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they are parasites, 100%. If you get one, like a real bad case, whatever it is, you're more likely going to start to feel tired, run down. You can have tests and they'll reveal like specific vitamin and mineral deficiencies, apparently grinding your teeth, feeling like you've got food poisoning all the time, sleepless nights, aching muscles and joints and uh, there's a lot of horrible symptoms that start to occur yeah but the main ones occur when the parasites get next level and, and medieval on your ass and when they start actually trying to get out of your body then you fucking you really know about it then <laughs> traveling also increases your risks of of picking one up especially if you visit like hot tropical locations yeah jungles and, and do reckless shit like drinking water that's not being treated or eating uncooked meat or meat that you think is or street food, shit like that, you can pick it up from. But you can just be really unlucky. Like if you take um, malaria, the malaria parasite, all you got to do is is be bitten by an infected mozzie. And, and that's fucked. it. You're you may not even know it's happened. Yeah, and it's, it, it's, is there no actual cure for that? Is there? You, you have it all the time. Isn't it like you can get something to fix it, but it stays in you? It can do. It can do, I think. There are, there, well, we, there are some ways that they're going to get rid of it. Uh, there's a way of, of um, I suppose, it, isn't it like, um, uh, what's the best word to describe? Um, it's still in your body, I think. It's, you know, like kind of like HIV and all that when they say they can fix that, but really you still got it. You know what I mean? What, contained, that's the contained. word I was looking for, everyone. Half the population is at risk of uh, malaria. Half the population of the world. Here's another interesting fact. Um, um, half of the human species that has lived has died from malaria. Yeah. Well, over half, sorry. Half the people that have ever lived. I know that. Have ever died, have died from yeah. malaria. Everyone who, yeah. Ha- everyone who's died, over 50% of them have died from malaria. It's fucking shocking, isn't it? Yeah. There's hundreds In, uh, of... Since whenever humans were classed as humans. It's a bit, there's hundreds of millions of cases of malaria each year, even to this day. And you can take pills for treatment. It doesn't cost a lot. But a shitload of people can't afford it because it tends to affect you know, third world countries and they die. And I mean a lot of people. Most of the fatalities are children under five years old because they can't fight the infections as effectively as an adult. The WHO website estimates that, um, I think it's approximately 303,000 African children died before their fifth birthday. Wow. That was in 2015 alone. 830 kids a day. That's just it's insane. <sighs> Do you know what I mean, man? Mm. It's, it's fucking it's crazy, isn't it? It's pesky fucking... Yeah, mosquito. Uh, uh, p- uh, pregnant women are also at high risk from uh, malaria, as well. It, it's it's um it's not it's not a nice one. No, it, it's really people kind of take it not for granted that they don't treat it as they don't look at it as something vicious and vile because it's not crawling out of your skin. It's yeah. it's a it's effects other than killing you. They're not as dramatic as you know some of these things. But this motherfucker is a bastard. All the deaths are avoidable. You can check out the who whose website, not the band, yeah. not the band. Who though. are you? <laughs> they're not going to help you with malaria. People die on the reg, and all it takes to save your life is a course of pills, and they're about a tenner. That's all it takes. Yeah. But people can't afford it. So if you know any places you can donate to for it, do it. Because, yeah, don't give know, us any money on Patreon. Don't give us on, uh, but like, you know, if you want to help people who are dying from malaria, do it. Find them, give some money. There are reports coming in from parts of Africa um, that sort of indicate that the the parasite, the malaria parasite, is starting to become resistant to Artemisinin, which is 
I believe, if I haven't pronounced it wrong, it's the main drug used to prevent infection. Right. So it's becoming resistant. So it's like a, s- a super malaria it's coming into now. Well, it's just adapting. That's not good news. No. Um, but there is a breakthrough. There are major breakthroughs coming down the line on the horizon. There is a malaria-free mosquito. It's been created by scientists using some crazy fucking genetic wizardry that causes a, a disease-free trait to be inherited by virtually all the offspring. Oh, so they got to just try and breed them and keep them going and then put them in and... Yeah, yeah. So it basically means it's possible that malaria could be eradicated completely in a single, or pretty much completely, in a single mosquito breeding season. Awesome. That's fucking crazy, that is, that isn't it? That is mad. So, yeah, within like a, a year, yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the engineered mosquito. Basically, it carries a gene for antibodies that block the development of the malaria parasite oh, so within so the insect. Okay, so when they um, um, obviously um, breed and stuff, or whatever how they do it, all the eggs or whatever, they end up being malaria-free because of this this mus- mosquito, basically. Yeah, pre- pretty much all of the offspring will have uh, the antibody that blocks it. Okay, yeah, okay. So that, that to me seems like... I think well that's, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, solved. I think that's that's the better way of doing it. There's us thinking like we need to give everyone pills and all that, but maybe you need to work a lot of these things from the source, and that is grab one of them, figure out a way of giving them the ability to make other ones um, not have um, a malaria. Yeah, and then let it go. Well, it's it's like what 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 we need is an effective delivery system to combat the parasite. But what is the effective delivery system? For the parasite, it's the mosquito. Mm. So we use the mosquito to kill the fucking parasite. There's no better way of getting it out than using a mozzie. Exactly, yeah. But people have said, why don't we just kill all mosquitoes? You've got to be really fucking Can't careful. Because eradicating the mozzies completely, while sounds good, is a fucking bad idea because they supply, they're like a, a base food for so many years. You could, cra- you could completely crash ecosystems if you took yeah. out mozzies, causing bigger problems. So we need the mozzies. They're not the problem. They're annoying yeah. and they piss you off, but it's the parasite that fucks you. It's not the mosquito. The more of something, the probably the more vital it is to, to everything. You know what I mean? If there was like one frog, you go, uh, it's, it's obviously funny. the reason why they've all died off. You know what I mean? They're not needed anymore. <laughs> but, if, but if there's billions and trillions of, well, trillions probably of mosquitoes. Fucking hell, yeah, probably. Absolute trillions. Then there's a reason for them. Absolutely. We also have no idea how many types of parasites are out there. We're coming across them all the time, new ones. Like nematode, for instance, that's a type of parasite in the phylum family. I mean, there's a lot of weird biological words coming at you. Yeah. Professor Tom coming at you. Yeah. Um, there's so many parasitic worms in the, phy- in the phylum family, for instance. We're aware of 25,000 individuals, types, but estimates say that there could be a million different species in that family alone. Oh, fuck. There's fucking so many. It's just mind-boggling. Yeah. Just, they just appear. Oh, what's so this one? Oh, it's a new one. It, seem, it seems to be... You think, right, wouldn't you? You'd think that because we're spread out as a human race and we're virtually everywhere except for like places in the Amazon, which we are still, as in tribes and stuff, but you'd think a lot of the stuff has been worked out, but hardly anything. You're probably not even talking a percentage of anything has oh, been no. worked out yet. Still still in the finding things out. and Things are developing and changing all the time. So, always got to be on your feet and looking at new things. You've well, got to be. They say the greater the continent of knowledge, the greater the shoreline of the unknown. So, Ooh. the more we know, the more we don't know. Fucking hell. Well, let's move on to our first horrible little fucker, the guinea worm. It's a, I mean, it doesn't even sound nice, does it? No. Guinea worm. It sounds like a guinea pig. It's, it's the biggest parasite that lives in human tissue. Okay. Not the biggest in your body. 
it's the biggest that lives in your tissue, i.e. your flesh. Other parasites live in your gut or suck yeah, yeah. through your skin. The guinea worm moves around your body at will, through your flesh and muscles. Oh, so it's just eating its way through, in other words. And you know about it when it's happening. It can burrow its way through joints, and apparently that's really fun. Oh, <laughs> I told you it's horrible, mate. Imagine you, if you break your kneecap. No, no, I've just had it bit off, you know, over days from a parasite. Fuck. Imagine knowing that there's a, a worm crawling through the joints in your elbow. There's oh. nothing you can do about it. Ugh. It used to be really common world. I say common. It was found in about 20 countries worldwide until uh, 1986, the Carter Organization, which was set up by former US President Jimmy Carter. Uh, in 1982, that's when the organisation was set up. He, they went after guinea worm, big style. And the organisation, it like promotes peace, charity work. Mm. It's got health organised. It's kind of like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They're just trying to help. Yeah. Um, and because of the Carter organisation's efforts attacking guinea worm, it's now only found in six countries worldwide, all in Africa, Sudan, Ghana, Mali, Ethiopia, Nigeria and Niger. Then poor people in Africa really get it with they these do, fucking... They, they, they get battered by all sorts of shit, don't they? Yeah, they really do. It's thought at this at the current rate that guinea worm will be the second human disease after, sco- after smallpox to be completely eradicated, which is no mean feat. Mm. Uh, hooray for science, you know yeah. what I mean? Figuring it out. That's it. There's no vaccination, there's no medication or antibiotic. It's becoming eradicated by educating people on how to avoid potential exposure. It's, okay. it's, it's simple. Mainly, you've got to filter your drinking water and isolate anybody infected. You can also boil water as well yeah. before you drink it. That kills everything in it. It's as simple as that. It's knowledge. That's all it is. Oh, and you can reduce water flea populations. The reason why will become apparent in a bit. So what's it like? How do you get it? And what are the symptoms? Well, it's it's a it's a seasonal parasite, the guinea worm. It only comes out when the weather's nice. So it's cold. okay, yeah. So we're sound here then. Yeah, it's like British people. We're, we're, yeah, <laughs> we're sound here. We're, we're fucking fine. We can live here and not worry about that fucking parasite. Unlucky people tend to pick it up during the rainy season, but strangely, in the savanna region, people get infected during the dry season. Okay. So it's kind of like what. I wonder why. I wonder if there's some weird ecosystem there, like a, a microclimate system, it's which is. I don't know. They do very odd things, parasites do, to to uh, reproduce. I don't know why. Must be whatever. Anyway, the female worm can get this, mate. It can be up to a meter long. What? Two millimeters in width. I think I'd know if I was drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You mean? It's more common size. So, I mean, a yeah. meter's rare. Um, you can't. It will happen if people do literally oh, have several one meter long. Oh, a meter of it going through you. Your arm's not even a meter. I know, yeah. You, could, you, you feel it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's creepy. More common sizes, like between 60 and 80 centimetres. That's a piece of piss, that. I don't know what you're moaning about. 80 centimetre worm. I can no. fucking deal with that. It's a bit smaller than my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it looks horrific. And what, my dick? Yeah, that looks nasty <laughs> as fuck. It looks nasty. But these worms, they're like long pieces of white string. They're, look, they're literally like threads. Right. We've also seen... Oh, so they're quite thin things. A couple of millimetres well, I suppose it would have to be, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can't it's be fat, otherwise it'd take up your whole arm or your whole body, wouldn't it? It's not like a snake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a snake in you. Imagine that. Just you'd be absolutely battered. Your fingers are like that. <laughs> what is it, your fingers? Stick as a sausage. Yeah, yeah. Your eye. It's all right, I'll be gone tomorrow. It'll be somewhere else, probably on the other hand. <laughs> you spot the worm. You spot the worm. But the thing is, it's... It's drinking dirty water. We've all seen them poor people in Africa drinking water. That's that. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. And that's the guinea worm's crib. It lives in stagnant, shitty water. Problem is, they can't. They have to do it. You well, know what I mean? Because no, no choice. Yeah, they've got no choice. So it's you know, 
it's a case of trying to help, but how how can we when there's all sorts of shit going you've, on? Well, you've got no choice. You, you know that if you don't, you have to give this See, water to your family. Die, yeah. And but but it could result in your kids having one, you know, several one meter long worms living inside. Yeah. Them. But you've got no choice. What yeah. are you going to do? Not drink. Yeah. So when people don't have access to clean drinking water, I'd have no choice but to consume shit water from fucking streams and rivers and shit. Problems start to occur. It can cripple families because if a parasite infestation gets really bad, they'll be unable to work. Families can starve. Health start to worsen. You know, shit gets really... No one's carrying you in Africa. No, no. one's going to come and pick... There's no health service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, you're, if you live in a hut and you're fucked over by this guinea worm... And your kids can't you, look at your you're deep fox, shit. You know, you, you've got that worm. You're fucked, basically. Yeah, it's really dangerous. The life cycle of the parasite is really interesting. How nature figures this stuff out is crazy. So the guinea worm larvae cannot infect you straight from the water. It can't. You can consume the larvae directly. Okay. Cool. It will not hurt you. In order to infect you, it's got to get into your body in a really interesting way. Firstly, the larvae have to be eaten by a water flea called a cyclops. What? Which is a fucking cool name, isn't it? Yeah, the cyclops flea. <laughs> These fleas are tiny. They're like one millimeter, two millimeter, and they're found everywhere. Not just in Africa. Yeah. Everywhere around the world, we have them. So after being deliberately eaten by the Cyclops, really, like a false kamikaze assassin. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. This is awesome. It is crazy, isn't it? The larvae then sits in the flea's guts, and then it begins its next phase of, of development, which lasts about 14 days. So after two weeks of being inside the flea, the larvae is now able to infect people, but it's got to get into you, because yeah. this is fucking tight. Yeah, 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 it's living yeah. in the stomach of something of flea, two yeah. millimetres yeah, in it's, size. It's, yeah, it's fucking ridiculously small, yeah. It can't walk. Yeah. It's too it fucking You cannot far. see it, basically. It so cannot see it. No, it's just, it's microscopic. So what it does is, it, it, it uses the Cyclops flea. So, I, I mean, I don't know how nature figured this out. The guinea worm is like, you know, if I get eaten by this specific water flea <laughs> in 14 days, <laughs> I know I'm going to be able to affect humans and inside them I'll be able to reproduce I've just got to figure out how to get into yeah, a person how, yeah it's, it's, it's suppose it's, no, it's it's one of them things it's just it, it, look of the draw for them to be eaten by it but if there's so many water flues they're going to get eaten by it that's a problem that's precisely it it's like you know like uh, turtles when they get buried on um on the shore yeah. when, they, when they're born and they just go straight to, how do they know they just do they you just know what I mean it. it's the same thing isn't it it's exactly the Nuts. same so if you if you drink water contaminated with guinea worm larvae and water fleas without treating it, now you're playing a dangerous game. Yeah, it's it's you, you know you've accidentally playing Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've basically accidentally drank an infected flea. Let's just say, for instance, you have the flea. Then will go into your stomach and be digested by the stomach acids, which release the guinea worm larvae. It gets out. Then it doesn't get killed by the acid. So it kind of protects it in a way. The flea. The flea, the, protects, the flea it, protects it, and, and then the acid releases it. Oh, right, okay. Once in your gut, they s they swim straight for your intestine wall and then they eat their way through it until they get into your muscles and your flesh and they embed themselves deep inside you. Dirty bastards. What's really interesting, chimpanzees are known to eat spiky leaves to kill, like parasitical worms in their intestines. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. No one told them, but they just, no, they just knew. figured it's, it out. It's like they go, oh, I've got a dicky stomach like for like weeks and weeks and then they go... Just, when I ate that last time, I was fucking sorted. And then it somehow like goes into all their brains. Yeah. They just know. Figure out over time. Also, if you drink like contaminated, infected water, the chances of consuming one or two fleas is very unlikely. And the guinea worm knows this. It's going to be hundreds, thousands. Yeah, like, well, like in a single glass of yeah. water, you know, you, you could 
could have many infected fleas, yeah. and possibly hundreds. You could consume hundreds over the course of a few days in mm. the breeding season and not even know it. And that's what the guinea worm rely on because they breed inside you. They need to find a mate, a member of the opposite sex. That's why consuming vast amounts of fleas yeah, yeah. Is, is increases good, yeah. the chances. So after they've been in your body for about a hundred days, the males sniff out the females for, for a bit of you know after biting through after everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find them. Okay, she's over there. Let me just bite through the heart. Yeah, and I want to get some ramrod action. So yeah, I want to ramrod, ramrod to the females. So after they breed inside you, the males die, and they're just absorbed by your body or whatever. But not the females. They have got plans, and they they hang around inside you for up to a year. So it's a really long, long, long process. Oh, yeah, these parasites do not fuck about some of them. It's it's fascinating, mate. So what, after about a year, they begin to travel through your body, causing nasty lesions and horrible burning uh, pains and, and discomfort. Um, the pain is not in small, localised areas, because it can affect your whole leg. They're like a metre long at this point. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, my finger hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for your whole leg. Yeah, your whole arm. It's like you've got sciatica or something like that. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then what they do is they travel down to your feet and then they wait. It's They wait at your feet? Yeah. For what? I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, at this point, you're, you're probably going to have a fever and be in considerable pain. Yeah. And also, you're likely to be developing massive rotten blisters on your feet. And that's the indication that the next phase is about to happen. It looks like your foot's rotting at this point. Now, because of the burning sensation caused, people tend to put their feet in water to relieve the pain. Mm-hmm. Not cool, because that's exactly what the guinea worm wants you to it do. wants you to put it in water. They're manipulating you. So wh- what they do is when, you, when they sense that your foot is in water, usually through the blister yeah. that's formed on your foot, they begin to crawl out of your feet through the skin and then con- when they hit the water, they release thousands of larvae, which then begin... Oh, it starts the process again. Circle of life. Absolutely. It was exactly, mate, yeah. The water, oh. act- the water actually stimulates the, the worm to release its offspring. Sneaky little bastards. Yeah, so it's, it's horrible. So it takes like a couple of years, well, a year and a bit for it to do what it wants to do. And it sits at your feet. And um, then imagine worm. sitting there and you've got your feet in the water because you're, fi- you're in out much agony. And then you see this fucking thing starting to come out your foot. Oh, oh. mate. And you it's not going to come out quickly, is it? No. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to see the picture of them? They're horrible, mate. But it's not just a single worm. Many worms can emerge from a single foot. Like one oh. metre long pieces of wriggling spaghetti strands sticking out your feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your spaghetti <laughs> with that? <laughs> the human... <laughs> It's fucking gross. The, the human spaghetti machine. It's horrible. <laughs> once the larvae get into the water, they've got three days then to get eaten by another water flea to, to, like, to repeat the yeah. cycle. Um, that's why reducing the Cyclops water flea population is a good idea because it hinders their ability to reproduce. It's amazing how it works, isn't it? It's, it's just... Yeah, it is amazing. It's absolutely amazing, but it's just nuts, isn't it? It's like, how did it work out that was, you know, the way it was going to go? Now, does it do this to... Other animals, or no, does no. it only do it to humans? So it's it's spe- specifically for humans. Yeah, it's a bastard, it? isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like it's designed to go through a flea for specifically, for specifically, specifically, pa- pa- spe- uh, fuck it, <laughs> for humans only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't always leave through your feet, though, mate. I've seen pictures of them coming out of people's heads, arms, hands, stomachs, armpits. They'll just come out. I anywhere. want them to come out my fingers. Yeah, you're like a fucking weird superhero. Yeah. Like <laughs> And they don't even, they don't come out your body quick either. No, can't, uh, they're not going to fly out, are they, for that one? And they also head back in if threatened. 
I'll be grabbing that cunt by its face and pulling it out. <laughs> well, so the removal of the worm, it can take a while. Like in developed countries, like if you were to happen to get one and then come back to England, if you were on a holiday, like doctors will carry out surgery if they need be. You, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to be all yeah. right. But in a third world country, that's not, you know, there's not always going to be a doctor at hand to, to remove it for you. Um, so they develop a technique to get it out and it's it's delightful. Okay, yeah. When the female worm breaks through your skin and tries to get out, you've got to grab her and hold on to her. Then, using a matchstick or a twig or some shit, you wind the worm around it and tie it into a knot onto the stick so it can't get back in. Okay. Then you start pulling slowly. And because it's a metre long, the, pr- the process... <laughs> I just <laughs> can feel it moving through my body. No. It can take weeks, and it's really, really painful. And you've got to be really careful doing it, because if you break the worm in half whilst pulling, you're, you're liable for, you know, a, a world of pain. Well, yeah, it's going to be a, a rotting thing inside you. Infections. In the wrong place. Blood yeah, poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to get... <gasps> s- um, and you're likely to get secondary bacteria infections as well because, well, to be honest, you're bacteria in Africa. Bacteria will be eating it as well, won't they? Well, yeah. when it, once it's snapped in half because, oh, that's a dead thing to eat. Eat a- it. Anytime you're sitting in Africa with a worm tied to a stick hanging out of your foot, oh. you're liable to get infections. And people can be bed- <laughs> bedridden for weeks during extraction because it takes that long. So you just twist the matchstick and it gradually rolls ma- up the fucking... That's making me feel sick, actually. Oh, but whole families can starve at this point because if, like, the breadwinners, the people out working, are lying in bed with a matchstick with a worm tied to their fucking foot or loads of them falling out, like, string at the bottom of your foot, pe- you know, bad shit can happen, man. But you can also trap them by putting your blistered manky foot in a bucket of water and the worm will sense the water and, and try out. and get and then you fucking... And then it's in the bucket and you just, like, incinerate it or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that's only if you know, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? So... <laughs> but it can, it can get entire villages. Entire villages can be... Oh, yeah, because it's serious, it, it, serious it, trouble. If they all share a water supply, just say if they all dump water down together and it's full of them, they, f- they could be fucked, the whole village. Yeah, yeah. A bit like the plague. It just yeah. spreads, doesn't it? Just, you know what I mean? It's just... If ugh. you're a village of 200 people in the middle of Africa that doesn't really... And you all share the water. So in other words, you all go and get the water and it's full of this. You don't have Larvae and fleas. Well, fleas. Larvae in fleas. Gross, innit? Oh, that's horrible, that is. I hate it. It's creepy. I've been researching this all week. It's fucking vile. Paul Sparry, you maniac. So I think now what we should do is take a little break, have a little drinky drink and then uh, come back with some more delightful shit. Let's fucking do it. Yo, yo. No worms. I'm immune to coffee. Really? Yeah, I think I am. Just had a couple of pisses though. It's going through. Yeah, well, yeah. I pick. Well, obviously, it doesn't mean I'm not going to piss. Obviously, because that would be incredible, making it all disappear. But uh, yeah. Right then. Next up, then the lower lower worm, or commonly called the lower lower worm. Yeah. Horrifically, it's commonly called the eye worm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's my disdain for parasite noise. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the idea of shit getting in your eyes or touching your eyes or, or just eyes in general, this you're going to fucking hate this one. But don't turn off pussies. Stick yeah. with it. 
Yeah, man. It's commonly found in, surprise, surprise, Africa. Yeah. They always fucking are. Right, Africa's just battered, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> but it is so, you know what I mean? It's, they, they get battered by everything. They do. You know what I mean? They've got no water. They've got no food because there's no water. They've got fucking bugs crawling out their ass, like the toes. You know what I mean? Coming out their eyes. It's like, shit, man. <laughs> so the eye word is mainly found in forests around West Africa, and we think it originated. It came from Ethiopia, and it's it's also got an amazing life cycle. It uses humans as a definitive host, which means basically once it gets in your body, it stays there from larvae stage to to adult form, where it begins to breed inside you, multiplying. And people become infected usually via a fly. It's okay. not. It's not the fly's offspring. It's. It's not a maggot. It's an independent organism, separate and unrelated to the fly. Okay. That uses the fly as a vehicle to so, get so to us. So it's like the same thing with the with the flea thing, isn't it? Then? Yeah, yeah. It, it's like an airborne taxi delivery system. Awesome. Which is going to fuck your eyes up if it yeah. gets you. Uh, it, it. It's. It basically the fly's got a parasite. Yeah, and it's built for humans as well. That one. Only not humans. It's <sighs> mental. It's crazy. How isn't does it? it know it's in the human eye? Does it just go? Yeah, yeah, this looks about right. <laughs> I'm guessing by the person's reaction when they start they go, Holy fuck! You know, yeah, yeah. Bingo, we're in the right area. Oh. So it gets into your body through like a cut or a wound or some sort, <coughs> or even like a bite because the fly's biting you. Uh, interestingly, it's not infectious. An infected person cannot pass it on to another person. That's not possible. The eyeworm parasite lives inside a person and produces offspring <coughs> um, in the form of uh, an embryo type thing. It doesn't lay eggs. It's it's the embryos are called microfiliarii, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So so once the embryo is formed and free and able to move around your body, it lurks in spinal fluid, urine, spit, and blood, basically just fluids. I wonder if that, yeah, wonder if it makes it easier for it to move around your body because it's in fluid. Yeah, but um, I suppose, but spinal yeah I suppose in spinal thing you can get it move around quicker probably maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe that's what it's about or maybe it's just not strong enough to move through through flesh yeah. flesh and stuff if it could it probably would not yet anyway. yeah yeah <laughs> wait till it becomes super and then it will so they get into your body through the cut and then they move about your um your, your spinal fluid these embryo or, or microfiliari are, are not able to reproduce in the original host so they're not they can't reproduce inside you even though they've got inside you, they need a new house. So they've got to get out of your body and into somebody else. What? I mean, that's what I thought. How why, why can't they just skip that and just do it in the, in the host? They will eventually once they once they evolve, figure it out guessing, and go. Yeah. Why are we do? Why are we jumping there? Why don't we just lay them here or do what? It's crazy when you think about it. How do they get from person to person when they're so small and inside your spinal fluid? Do they convince you to have staring contests with someone <laughs> and they jump out their eye into the other person's eye? What they do is they. <laughs> I mean, they could do, I suppose. But what they do is they um they try and get eaten by an ectoparasite. Okay. So basically, a parasite, another parasite, exterior to your body, like another flea or a fly on your skin. So what they do is they travel up to the surface of your skin and they wait. So like the poor person is interacting with two parasites, an endoparasite and an ectoparasite. So once it's under your skin, a fly will land and then eat it. Once it's consumed the eyeworm embryo, the fly is now infected. Yeah, and it's airborne and it oh. can move about. So it flies onto another person and then bites them, and then the parasite embryo thing will crawl into you, the new host, infecting that person through the fly's bite marks, and then it starts the life cycle again. How fucking mad is that? That is, it is. It's, They've got an air it's force. Like, it seems like, yeah, they have, have. 
it's like I wonder if if the parasites help the flies, as in like give them rewards. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some things like that, isn't there, in the wild, which um, there's parasites which help each other, and then they they help each other out. So I wonder if it's the same sort of thing. There's got to be something there, or it, or it doesn't even affect it in the slightest. Yeah, and it just goes away. It can't be negative because it wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It's yeah. got its, p- its personal air force. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy yeah. bastard. RAF styler. Yeah, yeah. PAF, Parasite Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> but the fem- they're not small when they're fully grown. The females measure somewhere between 40 and 70 millimetres, so it's like four to seven centimetres, yeah. whatever dimension you want to measure in. The males are slightly smaller. They're about 30 millimetres, and they're about half a millimetre to a millimetre in width. So, you know, if you've ever had a splinter in your fucking... You know how much that hurts? Yeah, These yeah. things are wider than that and longer. Think of the pain. They can survive inside you for years on end. Females continually produce offspring, but they do need a male to reproduce. So, like, having one sex in your body, whilst not good, will not lead to a full infestation. That's good. Got to be a dude in there at the same time so they can get jiggy. Yeah. So what happens to the to the infected person? Well, about five months after they've got inside you, these microfiliarae, the embryo thing, will have grown into a full-sized adult worm they're only able to do this inside a human host, nowhere else. Mm. Bastards. Fuckers. Now, the first symptom is swelling or inflammation around the bite mark or entry point, and that's caused by the fully grown worm that's been sitting around your bite for a year, moving away from the entry point. You'll also get swelling at your joints. Symptoms can come on years after the worm has got inside you, sometimes a decade later. What? Uh, that's one thing that we've been talking about them on the, the past one and this one is... It t- before you probably even know about it, or anyone could know about it, it's about a year and a half in, yeah. or at least, and then by that point, it's kind of too late. It's there. It's doing. It's established. But but like for even like ten years, they might not do anything for ten yeah, years. So you could have yeah. one inside you right now and not know about it. If you've ever been to one of these countries, why one? I want two. You could have fucking thousands. I want, I want a male and a female. Oh, you don't. Actually, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, it moves around your body during the daytime and retreats inside back into the deep parts of your body to the lungs and blood vessels at night what oh. you know what i mean it, it's so that it to keep it warm has a day it has like a, a day and night cycle and because of this movement like coming out during the day and going back in the night blood tests used to confirm its presence are more accurate if they're carried out between 10 a.m and 2 p.m <laughs> brilliant because that's when it's he's like out, a certain time when yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. having to wander around yeah, yeah. and walk and shopping yeah. or whatever. at least, least they've got a routine you know what i mean so you can catch them on their routine at, at 10 o'clock, they'll be at the shop. <laughs> yeah, they're going out, they'll be in your finger at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the eye worm's movement causes swelling and pain, as you would expect with a worm burrowing away around your body. And they cause cysts as well. It's just your body trying to... It doesn't know what's going yeah, on. It's just going to fucking fight it somehow, make a cyst, fucking attack them, do this. I don't fucking know what this worm is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if it's creepy enough having that in your body and you're starting to get cysts and pain, the worst symptom occurs when it tunnels through the whites of your eyes. It burrows right through your eye, and it's visible. You can see it happening. The horror. Could you imagine knowing that that's going on? There's a fucking eye. There's a a fucking worm in my eye. That would hurt that fuck as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. A fucking five centimetre worm crawling through through your your eye. eye. You've got YouTube eye worm extraction. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Pulling a five centimetre long white worm out of your eye while the eye's open and you can see it happening. (laughs) (laughs) I like like that noise. But mate, it gets worse because it can also be found in your dick. 
It can also be found in your bollocks, your nipples, the bridge of your nose. You can see it under the bridge of your nose moving around. Also in your kidneys and your heart, but obviously you can't see it there. You can just so fucking feel it. Unless you cut it out. Imagine imagine a worm. Ladies, imagine a worm crawling out your nipples. Oh. Ugh, it's like a horror film, isn't it? Imagine if you were breastfeeding and that came out. Kids having spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> free, free, um, uh, what do you call it? Free uh, nutrients for the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Oh, that is worth it's it. It's gross, isn't it? But like we said, tests are available. It's p- usually pretty easy to figure out what's going on when you can see a worm wriggling around inside your eyeball. You don't really need a test to yeah, figure you, it out. Yeah, you go, there's some shit in your eye. It's moving. It's yeah. a worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull um, that fucker out somehow. So I don't the, know how you pull it out. Well, what this is the doctors. What they'll attempt to do is remove it. Uh, now they do this uh, by paralysing the worm with an anaesthetic and then literally pulling it out of your eyeball with forceps whilst your eye is open. They they fa- also found out that eye worms can move really fast. And if you try to extract one without paralysing it with an anaesthetic, it'll all the likely back in. it will quickly wriggle its way back into your eye and disappear. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's horrible. So b- being a host to an eye worm can lead to Parkinson's disease, coma, and and even even death. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty not good. Pretty uh, strong shit. And it's not. That's not including the pain experienced before. Just by yeah, burrowing around your body. There's no vaccines you to prevent there for 10 it. Ten years. It can be. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? There's no pre- no vaccines to prevent it from getting into you. Um, it's hard to prevent. Anyway, because it piggybacks its way around on flies, fleas, and ticks. It's on deers. If you go and stroke a deer and there's a flea on them, oh, it can yeah. jump onto you. It's in the water. It lives in forests. Your best bet is to cover yourself up with insect repellent, and this will put the flies off from, from biting you, and thus keep the uh, the eye worm at bay. <laughs> Imagine a little piece of spaghetti, like a noodle, coming out of your eye and trying to pull it back in, and it snap and it. Mate, what, what would you prefer? Uh, like a, a two metre long bloody worm thing <sighs> coming out your foot or a little worm being pulled out your eye. I don't know. I don't, I don't it's know. It's brutal, isn't it? It's just the damage that they do to your body as they burrow around. It's. I think I'd, I know it sounds rough because technically I'd, I, I would hate it more, but I think I'd rather the worm one in the eye than uh, than the one through the foot because if that can ta- end up taking weeks and it's through your whole leg. And it's <coughs> tied on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gross, but still, it's still... Oh. Rough as fuck, isn't it? And the next one's an absolute belter. <laughs> is the it? S- the screw worm. And it, this is uh, this actually comes from a parasitic fly from the tropical regions of the world, Australia being one of them. You bastards. Uh, it comes from also Mexico, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, Jamaica. Lots and lots of places have it. And it only affects mammals as far as I can tell. Okay, so it's not just um, just for humans, this one. It goes for mammals, okay? And it's a prick. <laughs> It's not nice, man. <laughs> it's a prick. I it enters it. your body the usual oh, don't way. Don't be a prick. <laughs> stop being, mate, come on, man. Stop, come being, on, stop being a prick, mate. You just be cool for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you just fuck off? <laughs> it, it, it gets into your body the usual way, yeah. um, you know, through a small cut or whatever. It also gets, oh, it's horrible, but it gets into newborn babies through the navel. You know, like the stubby bit, manky little bit of umbilical cord. Yeah, yeah. You can crawl up that. Oh, and you can imagine uh, mums are in for a, a rough time if, if you've just given birth as well. Mm, mm. You don't want these flies no, buzzing around you. So the, when the female fly lays its eggs, they're like small, white, oval-shaped things. 500 of the fuckers at a time. Yeah. The eggs hatch into maggots, which then quickly move away from the entrance point, as in like the cur or the umbilical cord, mm. or your grot box, depending on the, uh, the <laughs> situation. <laughs> and what's disturbing about this parasite is... Um, 
it begins feeding on healthy tissue. Um, the maggots, maggots, like as a rule of thumb, tend to eat dead flesh. Apparently, like old infected wounds, like like Juliana from last week's episode, who had that hole in the back of her arm with the maggots in it yeah, in the yeah. jungle. Um, the reason is, like, dead and dying flesh is is often softer and easier to consume. So the maggots go for eat that, that, yeah, because it's easier. And also the smell attracts the flies to the presence of of the dead flesh, but not the screwworm. The, the, the screwworm maggots are completely different. They're like gangster maggots. Oh, okay. They've they don't give a fuck. They've got mad powerful jaws that can cut through muscles. They also have like little spines on them that anchor them deep into your flesh, making it hard and painful to pull them out. So they, they tunnel in, but you can't pull them out as easy because they're fucking harpoons yeah, the opposite way. Yeah, the teeth sort of holds them in sort of thing. And they don't care for dead flesh either. They want healthy living meat, which is... They want anything. Rare in the maggot world, apparently. Yeah. If there's any maggotologists out there, just let us know if that's true on Robert's yeah. Rise. But yeah, give us, yeah, give us a call. Uh, botflies do this, apparently. They, they eat flesh fresh too, but once a botfly maggot matures into an adult, they fly away. A botfly would be a wicked name for a band, wouldn't it? What was that? Botflies. Botflies. It'd be a wicked name for a band. That could be the off-cut off, uh, from Robot's Rise, the botflies. Yeah, you go on tour with a uh, muckfly. Muckfly <laughs> and bot eyes. So bot yeah. eyes? So um, the screwworm maggot, they don't eat dead flesh. They, they're not interested in that. They stay inside you eating fresh flesh until you are dead. That is their end goal. So once in your body, they start chomping. They want you dead. Yeah, they just they chomp like mofos. 500 flesh-eating maggots inside your body eating everything. And I, this obviously causes pain. It's sheer pain, I can imagine. Especially if they're brutal little fuckers. Yeah. And, and they want to eat you to death. And it's not going to be a slow thing. As in... They will. They want to eat you. They want you to be dead quite quick. They just chomp. They don't care. They just keep going. The problem is, you're going to get. It's going to hurt, and you're more than likely going to scratch the affected area. Because, but don't do that because it's it's too late at that point. But don't do it because any disruption of the room of the wound will stimulate the maggots to move away for self-preservation. So they get further into your body. Yeah, they move. Yeah, because they know they think they're under attack. And what they do is they begin to screw themselves deeper into your body. The maggots are like organic flesh-eating screws covered with spines. That's where they get their name from. They can eat through bone and depending on where they enter your body are quite capable of killing you. Fuck. Just through chomping away. I mean, if you cut your head... Imagine being eaten alive by maggots. Well, the thing is... Well, it's eaten to death by like maggots, a, sorry. It's a complication. If, like, if you cut your head and were unlucky enough to have a female lay eggs in the wound and somehow didn't realise or wash your head, the maggots can literally screw their way through your skull, eating their way into your brain. Oh. Well, at least that would be probably the quickest way. I don't know, mate. It if, they, if they landed on your foot or on your arm or, or you know, if you've got a cut on your side... I imagine you're gonna probably going to die slower than you would do if it was on your fucking it's head. It's treatable. It's just that, you know, can you do it? That's the thing. Are you in a, a location where you can get treatment? There's no medication available per se. So you've sort of got three options, though, at this point. You can have surgery to remove them. Um, you can have antibiotics to, antibiotics to combat any infections that have arisen from them. That's where you're likely going to be saved. Or you can just die. There seem to be your options. Yeah, that's a nice one. The yeah. farmers treat livestock by pouring insecticide on wounds and pulling the larvae out with tweezers. Do you try asking a cow to stand still while you're yeah. doing that? Yeah. That's not going to happen, is it? Two-ton no. cow. Do you mind if you, I just pour... You've insect- got to put them down. Yeah, I don't mean like kill them. I mean, uh, 
literally trap them somehow. Trap them and lock them into something, haven't you? And then just fucking... Ugh. So the maggots mature after five days and then they lay more eggs. So if you're not careful, you could, after a week or so, have up to 3,000 larvae migrating their way through your body from a single wound. Now, that is not good. It is rare in humans, but rare doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Mm. It just doesn't happen a lot. There was a woman called Rochelle Harris. She was 27 when this happened. She'd been on holiday to Peru, I think, with a boyfriend. And on the flight back to the UK, uh, she started to develop a tremendous headache. Her face started to hurt, and she began hearing scratching sounds inside her head. And then fluid started to leak out of her ear. Now, obviously, when she got back, got home, she went to hospital, and docs thought that she had, like, an ear infection. Yeah. Maybe aggravated yeah. by the pressure on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did some tests, you know, did an MRI, some x-rays. Uh, then they discovered, after probing a little bit further, that it wasn't an ear infection. And she actually had, in fact, got a shitload of maggots inside her ear. The doctors oh. described it as a writhing mass of maggots, bright white. I'm guessing them. It was hard. She obviously couldn't feel it moving around or something because she would go to something in my ear if she could. Yeah, she didn't let on that there was anything in her ear, but yeah. she, her, her ear was hurting like fuck. The, mar- the maggots had burrowed and chewed through 12 millimetres of her ear canal. Yeah. Holy shit. She remembers walking through a, sh- a swarm of flies and one got in her ear and she kind of like... Got rid of it, just like pulled it out or whatever. Yeah. And just didn't think anything of it. But it actually stuck 500 eggs, fleshing oh. screw maggots into a fucking ear. Gross. The doctors were worried that they were going to burrow through her skull. And if they reached her brain, she'd be fucksville. Because it can cause like meningitis, yeah. fatal head bleeding. And doctors were concerned that, you know, because they were really close, that part of her head where they're eating, it's close to her facial nerves and it's potentially, she could be paralysed, like all facial expression gone yeah. just from these maggots. So they tried to drown them out of her ear with olive oil overnight, but that didn't work. So then they had to manually remove them with forceps. Horrible. Horrible. Inside your ear, eating away. Imagine knowing that though, like, as in, um, you've got like maggots in your ear, but all like no, eating through your head basically. We're going to try some olive oil, and if that doesn't work, to come back tomorrow, you'll be like, what? No, I want them out now. Yeah, get them out, pull them out. Get them out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking, yeah. I found this nasty case of a, of a screwworm maggot infestation. It was a malnourished four-year-old girl in India. Um, she was brought to hospital to be treated for a screwworm infestation inside her anus. Oh, a fucking ass would be a good entry point, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it's a nice big hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if because she, she's only got four. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, but oh, it's, that's got to be one of the worst things, isn't it? Like, even your knob or your ass, just anything Some rough reason. like that yeah. on your knob or in your ass. Well, she, <laughs> she, she also had a rectal ulcer, which because it was left untreated, had got massive. It was like two inches in diameter. Poor girl, mm. harrowing stuff in it. Yeah. Why, why didn't her parents? I mean, assume she had any. Why didn't they do anything about that? They it's might pretty not fucking have been obvious. Able to, if they're poor and all that, they yeah. might have known about it and tried their best to do something. But it's, you know, if it, if it's just fucking nuts, you know what I mean? And it just goes crazy and you're fucked. Yeah. You, there's no way you're gonna. If you got one, and I went, let's give it a few days. I'll try and pull them out. Right? 
I'm not going to get him anymore. No. So you need do- you need to hit- seek medical attention, but they wouldn't have known that, would they? Or they couldn't have afforded to. It's or one or the remote, other. yeah. Yeah, in the middle of like, nowhere. We take it for granted that we can just go to doctors. But yeah, we can just go case. down the road and there's a hospital, you know what I mean? Well, it seems the flies had sniffed the ulcer out, laid eggs in it, which had obviously hatched. By the time she got to, ho- to hospital, the ulcer was teeming with maggots. Now, the doctors removed several hundred maggots from her ass over a period of four days. Now, they were nearly an inch long, between 10 and 18 millimetres. Several hundred. Ass maggots. (laughs) Indian ass maggots. (laughs) I wonder if you could crimp them out. Yeah. In turds. So you have like a turd which is moving. Maybe just go for a really, really spicy curry and a rake of booze and just fire them out in the morning. (laughs) Be like like maggot bullets at your ass. (laughs) In the... um, she made a full recovery as well. That's good. Once they got them all out, she's fine. But in the early 70s, the US and Mexico killed off a fucking shitload of the population. Almost like um, they're proposing with the mosquitoes at the beginning by dropping engineering sta- uh, engineered sterile male flies into badly affected areas because these like mutant flies competed with oh. the normal males. Yeah, in other words, they, they breed with them and then the females are bred with a, a, a sterile yeah. one and that doesn't happen then. Exactly, Basically, yeah. it just eradicates it straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some extreme examples here of um, various parasites. Like the longest tapeworm found in the human body. What did you say at the beginning? I think I said I think I said thirty foot, and then I changed it to thirty meters or something like. That. Well, y- it was you were mental. You were wrong in both instances. Even if you said thirty meters, it was thirty-three meters, which is a hundred and eight foot. How the fuck? Oh. Removed via you the sure mouth. That wasn't, you sure that wasn't? Sure that removed via the mouth? What the fuck? Imagine having that pulled out, yeah. That would oh. A bit, you know, <laughs> 33 metres, you'd be like, it's nearly there. It must be nearly there. The, long, the longest recorded lifespan of a tapeworm inside a human was 35 years. What the f- so they, did they go, Did they go? yeah, you've got a tapeworm. Should we see how how long it lives <laughs> in you for? Like, no, no, pull the fucker out. That's a good point. I don't know how they can. They knew that, but there must maybe be there's Maybe it's like a tree. You know, when you cut a tree down, <laughs> they can tell by the age from the, the rings. <laughs> You tell by your ring it's you been tell by there. your ring it's that that worm must be thirty five years old. Your, your ring's battered, love. It's been in there for thirty five <laughs> years. I read this case of uh, Sally Mae Wallace, and she's from Mississippi. She had an eleven meter, which is thirty seven foot long, tapeworm removed from her mouth. When it was being pulled out, apparently afterwards, she said, after about twenty feet or so of that thing coming out of my mouth, I was filled with joy. What? I'd be filled with fucking terror. I'd be going, this this is like this is like aliens. Yeah, it is. Literally, I'd be going, and it's happening to me as we speak. I suppose you'd be filled with joy if just the fact that you've got it out of yeah, you. Yeah, I suppose, but still. Yeah, I bet you I bet you how it would start is you go tight where we this is the way we're gonna get it out, right? And the first couple of meters would be terrifying because you'd be like, what the fuck? And then after that, you'd probably get bored and you're sitting there going, can't. Yeah. And then you go, you go, oh, it's nearly there now. Oh, that's good. Tell you what, that's, you a relie- <laughs> that's a relieving I'll part. I'll tell you what you'll be doing. Do not chomp down. You'd be going like this. <laughs> tapeworms usually live in your intestines, but I found a case where doctors removed a tapeworm from a woman's brain stem. Huh? Now, they, the usual way of picking up a tapeworm is by eating like un- undercooked pork or uh, like yeah. infected with tapeworm larvae. I, I thought tapeworm, sorry to interrupt, I thought tapeworm was uh, for your gut, basically. It just sort of chills in your gut. And it didn't really Usually go it does, else. yeah, yeah. The only way you can get a worm inside your brain is by eating human shit, apparently. Uh, so I'll be like, I'm not helping you, love. But You've t- been eating human shit, you're crazy. <laughs> the, do- <laughs> the doctor's asked. How did it? they work that out? Well, it's just that that's how it does it. It's just the way the parasite. If can you eat be. human shit, it goes to your brain. Yeah, it can get into your brain. 
And they, the weird, doctor's act asked her if she was into scat eating. You know, she's into shit porn. But she um, yeah, I think I saw you in that video a few weeks back. Have I seen you on shiteating.com? <laughs> yeah. Um, com. <laughs> I mean, don't knock it till you try, I suppose. Yeah, print one in my mouth. Obviously, she wasn't into shit porn. It yeah. seems that the, the uh, parasite got into her brain um, because she ate some shit that came from a fast food joint. Uh, Deep fried shit. Not washing your hands. Getting a bit and bit of a nugget under your finger now. On a meeting. Preparing a fucking double cheese over someone. Next thing you know, you got a worm in your fucking brain stem. Yeah. Ugh. This is um <laughs> this, this one's <laughs> this one's not a parasite, but I, I thought I'd include this at the end just right. because I've, I'd stumbled across it on my travels whilst researching this. Yeah, and I thought, fuck this me. is fucking nuts. Yeah. This one's worth it. It was an 18 year old woman from Chicago. She she'd gone into hospital because she got mega mega bad stomach pains, like really serious, really serious pains, and she'd lost 40 pounds in weight. She's only 18. So it's a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. Puking up whenever she ate. She'd eat something and it, it would just straight come straight out. back up. Nothing would go down and she was becoming mad. You're in Shipsville, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So doctors were like, fucking hell, you're losing a lot of weight here. There's something seriously wrong. Let's do some x-rays. So the image showed after the uh, the procedure that there was a large dark mass in her stomach. So they're like, oh my God, panic like station. Yeah. Got like a tumour or something here. We need to... You need to operate get on this out, quickly yeah, yeah. because there's no point doing biopsies and shit Killing because you. Yeah. You, you need to get this out fast. So they opened her up to take a look inside. Um, when they did, they realised that it wasn't a tumour. What they actually found in her gut was a one-foot-long, ten-pound ball of human hair. What? She suffers from trichophagia, but I think that's how you pronounce it. Basically, she's a hair eater. So she eats. So she's pulling her hair out and eating it, or just just chewing the ends of it or something over time. And then yeah. Oh. So she had a football of fucking compressed hair in her stomach. Yeah, there's pictures of it. You can find. I would it have thought. Google. I suppose it probably doesn't dissolve them in in. I don't know. No, would you think it dissolves <coughs> stomach acid hair? Obviously not. If she's got ten pounds oh, yeah. of it, so like so. a foot long. Because I would have thought it might have, but maybe not. Fuck it, though. Unless she ate 10 pounds in one day. She went mad and started eating. It's gross. Whatever it was. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. 10 pounds of hair in your gut. I mean, that's why she she was lost 40 pounds. She had 10 pounds of it in her stomach of hair. She lost 50 pounds, including that, yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, cats and cats puke at fur balls and dogs, they're, they're puking up yeah, fur balls. That's a good point, actually. I've never thought about it. Like, maybe I should just have a... A hairy animal diet where I just eat the hairy skin of a pig or something. And next then time I just go, keep doing that. Next time I get my hair cut, I'm gonna ask to ask keep to put it in the bag and then have a hair sandwich and see what comes out. <laughs> hair sandwich with butter and a bit of human turd. What see if you get a worm in your head. What? what <laughs> yeah, yeah, try and do two words you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What condiment do you put on a hair sandwich to make it more palatable? Um, vindaloo sauce. Vindaloo sauce. Anything to distract you, take your brain away from the fact that you're eating hair. Just vindaloo on anything, really, to be honest. That vindaloo. sauce would go great. I'll tell you what I've, I've always thought, right? <clears throat> if um, cold curry, right, and fucking Jacob's Crackers, sponsor us Jacob's Crackers. Tastes good, that. Yeah, you just dip it in. I, I've always thought this would be a perfect bar snack. Honestly, you just get have a, some cold curry and some Jacob's Crackers and you eat it. It would be brilliant. With a bit of human shit in it, obviously. Or even maybe like a a a small soldier of naan bread to dip in. <laughs> yeah, the bar. I think it's, I don't know what it is with crackers. It tastes really good with crackers. It does, doesn't it? Bit of indaloo sauce and crackers. Crackers is just a really good vessel to get flavours in your mouth because they don't really taste of anything. No, it kind of just, it doesn't seep into the, the into the cracker. It yeah. just sits on it. It's like a, it's like a, an edible spoon. Yeah, it's an edible spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Of indaloo. So uh, so that was um, our, 
are a, a little bit of a go at human parasites yeah. there. Oh. There's <coughs> loads to say. I bet, it, I bet it there's fucking hundreds of thousands of mental things going on. There's so many to pick one. I was just obviously trying to pick the ones that were the most creepy yeah. for this purpose. But if, if that's it, sparked your interest, obviously we'll put pictures on with the episode so you can have a look at what looks like spaghetti coming out of people's feet. Oh. But yeah, have a, um, have a butchers around the intergoogles at Parasites. Some of them are absolutely outrageous you wouldn't think it was possible to have them yeah it's, it's, it's like of a world like it's something from like a fucking horror movie which is in space or something yeah it's gross it's like, like alien. alien abduction yeah it's like Stuff. alien fuck <laughs> so that noise is now related to pulling or, or uh, any little worm coming through your body. <laughs> oh dear me! So that's our episode for to- well, not even for today because we're going to do another one in a few hours. Yeah, we're going to do drunk cast. Yeah, man. So, uh, but you're going to get that first. So it's going to sound all backwards. Yeah. So you're, you're going to get drunk cast. Piss, and then you're going to, and then suddenly we're like sober and like talking normal. Time machine podcast again. Yeah. So if you want to contact us, get us on all our details. Yeah. Google. Just type in robots rise. It all come up. Google at gmail.com if yeah. you want to uh, give us a personal email. But like I was saying earlier on, most people sort of contact us through Facebook and stuff, really. Because yeah, yeah. I suppose it's easier, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, thanks for the uh, downloads. You've completely blown our fucking tiny you minds. Have. You uh, have. And there's a lot of cool things starting to happen at the moment. Yeah, and um, some things piped up in the, um, yeah. for the future. Yeah, we just so got to uh, sort of sit down and get it sorted, yeah. haven't we? So, um, um, we've. External sources, so Ooh. to speak. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so yeah, man, we'll um we'll see you in a couple of hours then. Yeah, see you in a bit, everyone. Ta-da. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>